Welcome to the Back Shoulder Fade, the Running Hook Sports Betting Podcast with Caleb Lynn and Zach Griffin. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Power Hour. No, I'm just kidding. This is the monologue intro to Back Shoulder Fade. Um, I am the founder, Alex Burr, and you're probably not going to be hearing my voice for 90% of this episode. But I do have some thoughts, just just a little bit of thoughts for this uh, Damian Lillard trade. Um, I want to start off with, first of all, we should probably just discuss the particulars of the trade. Let's just absolute basics here. Damian Lillard, Bucks, Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, um, Blazers. And the Suns are getting a menagerie of role players, including Yusuf Nurkic and Nasir Little, probably the two most important players. Also, Grayson Allen's going to the Suns as well. Um... I think the Blazers, from the Blazers' side of this, long-term, Drew Holiday will be going to another team, um, getting flipped for more assets. I think it's a smart play. DeAndre Ayton, um, good pickup for them. You know, need a guy like that. Young talent to go along with Scoot Henderson, go along with Shaden Sharp. I think Shaden, I think those two guys are the future in Portland. Getting a former number one pick to go along with a guy who would have been the number one pick in any other year besides, you know, that draft and this draft. <laughs> it's a pretty, um, pretty smart pickup. So I think um, Portland, you know, could have done a lot worse, honestly, in getting that 2029 protect, unprotected first round pick from Milwaukee, too. I think they came out pretty, pretty good here um, because there's a high, high chance <laughs> with a 30 something, you know, Damian Lillard with Giannis pretty close to his 30s at this point. He's in year 11, I think this is going to be for him. So this is going to be um, this is going to be pretty interesting experiment for Portland. For Phoenix, um, the three role players, this will round out their rotation, you know, before this. I, this leaves them with a the gaping hole at center. Um, anyone who listened to the Power Hour last year knows I was not fond of the use of Nurkic minutes, um, not at all. So if you have those in lieu of DeAndre Ayton's minutes, I think I would have preferred Ayton's minutes there. But Nurk um, can be an innings eater, and then you would probably just play KD at the five in the playoffs. So I put this out on Twitter. You put a lineup out there of Booker, Eric Gordon, I mean, probably Beal at the three. You could probably switch Beal and Gordon. But those two are probably going to be the... Those three are probably going to be your backcourt, in essence. And then Nas Little and Katie as your frontcourt. That's going to be a pretty deadly five right there. So you could do a lot worse. You could do a lot worse than how the Suns did in this trade. I don't know why. They help facilitate the Suns or the Bucks. Um, the team that beat them in the 21 finals getting Damian Lillard. That's a little confusing to me, but that's whatever. Now, the PS de Resistance. <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks get their white whale. They get a true blue superstar next to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis, who led the Bucks to the finals, to a finals win. I mean, Chris Middleton, great player. No one would say he's a superstar. Um, Drew Holiday, really good player. 
shot way too poorly to be considered probably even a star. Damien Lillard. What he does for this team's future. Okay, and this is, you know, this is a real quick breakdown. I'm not going to, like, go into everything he does for them. And yes, there are problems, right, with this trade. Does, is his defense possibly a problem? Sure. But he'll have help on the back line. You know, is he getting older? Sure. But he won't have to do as much on offense because of Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo. What, what Damian Lillard will bring that Drew Holiday didn't is very simple. He is a true point guard. Drew Holiday, bless his heart, not a true point guard. Okay, Drew Holiday <laughs> was more like a two who had to play a one because of the function of the Bucks offense. Okay, so you throw that guy out there, and so the Bucks offense at times looked stilted, looked like, okay, what are we doing out here? And the best it looked always was when the ball was in Chris Middleton's hands, setting up a pick and roll to set up that, you know, deadly Middleton Giannis pick and roll. Now, <laughs> You're replacing Middleton in that, who you can still run that pick and roll, by the way. But now you're adding Damian Lillard to that ball handling end of that equation. That is going to be terrifying because now you have Damian Lillard's range combined with Giannis's rolling and playmaking off of that rolling. It is going to be disastrous for opposing teams. I would say the like sight unseen, the Bucks are my favorite for the um, 2024 NBA championship. Um, I don't think the Nuggets are going to repeat just because it's been really hard to repeat unless you are a true blue like dynasty at this point. Like I heard a thing. It was like, okay, the only teams to repeat the last few years have been the Warriors with KD, the Heatles, and I think Kobe's Lakers. That's literally it. I mean, Duncan Spurs never repeated. Um, you know, a lot of great teams never repeated. Larry Bird's um, Larry Bird's Celtics never repeated, so it's not like a mark against you. You're not a, not a great team for not repeating, right? I mean, the Spurs are considered one of the best dynasties in the history of the league. So you have, I don't think the Nuggets will win this year. I don't think that's a knock against them. So I would probably cross them off the list. But the Bucks now, I would consider them a top tier buyout destination. They always got buyout guys in spite of the market. Now that you have Damian Lillard and Giannis, again, two top 15 players. And it's just, I don't understand how you can look at any other team in the East. Boston got appreciably worse last year, losing Marcus Smart. I think the Sixers are going to be worse next year, no matter which way you slice it, because I don't think Harden's going to be as good, and I don't think anything they get for Harden will replace the guy they had last year. Um, The Heat losing Struis and Vincent is going to really hurt them. Um, the Cavs, I mean, do you really trust them? <laughs> they haven't earned that benefit of the doubt yet. The Knicks, Zach Griffith would be damned if I came on any of his podcasts and said, I trust the Knicks. Um, the Hawks, I don't think I trust them. So I'm, the short of it is the Bucks right now, at the very least, are my favorites to come out of the East. I, you know, People, I've been picking the Bucks to win the finals for the last four years, so if you've been listening to the Power Hour, you would not be surprised to hear me pick the Bucks to win the finals. Um, but I, you know, obviously a lot can change. <laughs> we're not even in October yet, but I think that we're going to see a lot of movement between now and the deadline that could probably sway things one way or another. But I think, 
I would not be surprised if we saw Buck Suns Part 2 in the finals. And I promised Caleb I would expound on my Sam Laporta over yards pick for Thursday Night Football tomorrow as part of the same game parlay. Um, you know, it's just real simple. Goff gets a lot of targets, or Goff gives Laporta a lot of targets. Um, Detroit as an offense likes to feature tight ends. You know, you have a really talented tight end like that. It's real simple. 44 and a half seems low, especially with how dynamic the Detroit passing offense is. So give me Laporta over in yards, and I think it's money to the bank. So enjoy the rest of Back Shoulder Fade. Hello, and welcome in to another edition of Back Shoulder Fade uh, with myself, uh, Caleb Lynn, and uh, you know my co-host, uh, Zach Griffith. Zach, uh, I, uh, we, we had an interesting week. Uh, in the slate, uh, we uh, we didn't do well on our SGP. Uh, oh, no. We kind of we really, um, you know, our bets were kind of all over the place. We 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 both, you know, had a couple bets out there just in terms of you know what we felt confident in and and, and that we mentioned on the pod uh, that that did not really go our way either. Um, kind of like Seiya Suzuki last night when he was fielding that ball. Uh, to know, let the Atlanta Braves move on and, and, and win the contest. You know, I thought we were going to go, you know, all right, listen, when, this is classic Caleb, you know, but one of my teams is doing good. He has to bring up the one that's doing not so good. So, uh, you know, of course, the, the the Cubs are on the fringe of not making the playoffs now, and the Colts, you know, are in the top. They're, they're winning, we're winning the division, but you know, I can't, you can't, you can't let me ride this high because oh, since you don't have any, I was, I, oh, I was, no, I was going to no, say no. I was your best you buddy. No, no, you don't have any teams. And because oh, your only whatever, team, okay, the Suckbirds, can't do anything but suck, right. you don't know what it's like. Yeah, you don't know what okay. it's like. So if, if Caleb's not happy, you know, every, nobody else is going to be happy. Nobody else is like, that. But yeah, but anyway. Don't watch it. Anyhow, I mean, we, we had a, you had a good week. You had a good week. And, hey, I, I mean, you can't deny I was on the Colts. I like the Colts. I like the Colts a lot you last did. week on the show. I said that. I was like, it's too many points, too many points, too many points. And here they are. Um, yeah, you're, you're, you're first place. Uh, and we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that continues. And, and uh, maybe you get your quarterback back. Maybe you get your quarterback back. Getting our quarterback in, our center back. Uh, and you know what? We don't even need our running back. We don't even need him back. We got Zach Moss. Yeah, apparently Zach Moss is finding some success for the Colts. I mean, he did that. And, Zach Moss uh, is like uh, Eric Dickerson 2.0. I'm just gonna just gonna be walking the Hall of Fame someday. Maybe not in pass protection. Maybe not in pass protection. But well, I mean, uh, look, we don't need him to block. We just need him to run. All right, right? sure, sure. Well, anyhow, uh, we got our uh, Thursday. Well, wait, night. wait. Speaking of the Colts, do we have odds on Braden Smith getting benched? Because I, I would bet on that. That'd be my lock of the week. You got a lot of money. You got a lot of money on him, though. That's your problem. You got so much money on him. You wanted that contract, too. Well, he earned it. He earned it. And then... Yeah, no, he was... Come on. He was fluky. He was a one-hit wonder. He was He was like He was like Fetty Wap after that. He was like Fetty Wap uh, after that one song. Yeah, he was just Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap, hot, hot for season, hot for season. But you, you knew it wasn't going to last. I mean, Braden Smith, I mean, you just knew it wasn't going to last. He's a Josh Norman. He's a Josh Norman. One hit one. Maybe a Josh Norman. Sure. One hit one. Yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, we got we got a an interesting we got an interesting week with uh, a nice Thursday night uh, football game, and of course, uh, we'll start off with 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 that in terms of our uh, our same game parlay. Uh, Alex, uh, who uh, producer, uh, putting out a monologue uh, just before Zach, you and I are kicking in on the Damian Lillard trade, and also explained his rationale of his pick, uh, Sam Laporta, uh, over in receiving yards. Uh, Zach, who do you got here in this Lions Packers matchup? I mean, this, this is a, you know, it seems like it's an interesting game. One and a half point favorites are the Lions. Uh, you know, this is a, a game that could really, honestly, really be a huge difference maker come the end of the year when you're looking at who's winning this division. Yeah. I mean, the Packers have really shoved it to you through three weeks, Caleb. I mean, they, oh they really God. have. They really have. I mean, oh, you, you, you dismissed them. No, you dismissed them. Oh, you dismissed my gosh. Them. You did. You oh, did. my gosh. You did. Oh, my gosh. Can I Can I go on? Can and I you're on? sucking on a straw trying to hate me. Sucking it and nothing's coming out because you, you got no blood. You got no evidence. <laughs> All right. All right. Whatever. No, no. Look, this is going to be a great game. This is a great Thursday night game. Definitely going to be better than the shit show we had last week with the Giants and the Niners. But I like that pick by Alex putting Laporta in there. He's one of the most targeted tight ends of the season so far. Goff really likes him. He's a great replacement for Hawkinson. Goff liked Hawkinson last year as a security blanket. Sure. Uh, when Amon Ra or Chark wasn't open, now he's got Laporta who playing better than Hawkinson so far this year. I'm just going to slowed that out there, but Hawkinson or uh, Laporte is not dropping balls in the end zone when the game's on the line. Look, I, I, I like that. I like that. 44 and a half receiving yards for Laporta. I actually threw that in a parlay of my own for tomorrow night. Four-leg parlay I have. I might get to that later in the pod, but uh, I'm going to ride with my guy, Jordan Love. I've been riding with him in fantasy on a couple teams of mine, and I'm going to ride with him tonight in our running hook SGP, give me Jordan Love over 227 and a half passing yards for tomorrow. Borderline porous Lions secondary now with Gardner Johnson out. Geno Smith had a nice game against him last week. I'm taking Jordan Love over passing yards against the Lions tomorrow night. Nice. Nice call. Um, you know, I'm greatly respected this Packers team. And when when I look at when I look at okay. you know the coaching of when I look at the coaching that this team has with with LaFleur and I mean systematically the they're, they're playing really good football. I mean against the Saints to come back uh from that deficit. Uh I mean it was impressive. It was impressive. I mean I thought the Saints had that game and uh that was good for our Dennis Allen agenda. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know we've we've had many podcasts talking about Dennis Allen. Um my pick, um, lock of the century, lock to lock to eternity. Um, Jaden Reed. Let me get that over thirty-five and a half. Oh. Jaden Reed has hit this number every single game this year. I think he's a real target. Uh, I think he's a real target, and I really, really like him. Uh, and I think he's shown a lot of progress uh, for the Green Bay team that I don't think they expected. Uh, so I'll gladly take that 35 and a half. I mean, he's hitting that every time. Uh, and I like this kid, Zach. I like this kid. You guys want to sit there 
Hey, you and Bryce want to sit there every freaking week and tell me, oh my gosh, Romeo Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs. How about this kid? How about this kid? You're not going to own. How about this kid? Romeo Dobbs has three touchdowns in three games. Jaden Reed's been, Jayden, you don't think Jaden Reed's been effective? Jaden Reed, sure Jaden Reed, Jaden Reed, Jaden Reed in three games, Jaden Reed in three games has, has more receiving yards than, than your guy, Romeo Dobbs. Sure, but if you're with one less touchdown than your guy, Romeo Dobbs. If we're looking at building a parlay, I can get Romeo Dobbs anytime touchdown. Okay. Talk to me. Yeah. Go look at go look at the odds. I go just look at the odds. Go look at the odds. All right. All right. All right. I'll look at it. I'll look at it. Okay. Romeo Dobbs right. anytime right. touchdown. That's a baby. Boosted my boosted my four leg SGP to over seventeen hundred. <laughs> Love clearly likes this guy. He's not getting the yardage like you said. I'm not going to fight you on that, but he's getting the red zone looks. And he's getting some deep yeah. bomb looks. Yeah. And, you know, if Watson comes back, that might affect it a little bit. But, I mean, Love clearly likes Dobbs. What? I mean, look, I, I'm not crazy. Like, None of us have been crazy on Watson. Around. None of us have been crazy on Watson. None no. of us have. Like, I feel like Dobbs I mean, and Reed I are the guys good. Here. I think Watson's good, but I just think... You know, I'll take Dobbs. I'll he, take Dobbs and Reed over Watson. Love hasn't played with Watson yet this season, so I mean, I'm going to go with yeah, Dobbs and Reed. I think are the safer options, unless the floor draws up some plays for Watson to get him back in the fold, which you know that's what a good coach would do. I think yeah. LaFleur is a good coach. Clearly, he's a good coach. So. I like I like the pick. I like the pick. I like Reed. I'm not hating on Reed. I like Reed. He's good. good pick, yeah, he's like. a good player. Thanks. Thanks. I mean, because if you add, so we've we've got it. I'm going to list it out right now. So we got Laporta. We got Laporta's over, which I'm clicking right now. We got Jaden Reed's over, which I got clicking right now. And we got Jordan Loves at 227 and a half. Plus 430. Plus 430. Definitely not bad at all. Uh, you put $10 on it, you win 40 bucks. And for 40. 40 is like getting a gas. Getting a tank, you know, getting a, you know, maybe getting some gas. I mean, shoot, the gas prices are so freaking high now. I mean, uh, $40 might do, do it for you, Zach. Yeah. Yeah, That's you're right about the gas prices. You're right about the gas prices. It's a nice little gas payout. Prices. Free gas prices. Yeah, free gas. All right. Anyway, uh, we got uh, a very, very solid week uh, in the NFL upcoming. Uh, you know, Bills and, and the Dolphins certainly uh, have been kind of the cream of the crop in terms of the, the matchup going into this week. But there's other games I like. And, you know, as a better, Zach, there's always games that you like. There's always games that you like. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, um, I'll i give it to you first. Uh, we got three plays. We're going three plays each because we got an episode full of stuff, whether it's college football, whether it's um, baseball postseason. So we'll skip three plays. Each of us give three plays. Zach, let's start with your first play. What do you like? What did you see on the board that that's, uh, you know, catching your eye? Well, I wrote a bunch down. I, I really like a lot of these, but I'm going to go with. I'm going to save the best for last. I'm going to go with this one first. I'm going to hit our boy McD. McD. And if I can bet against Josh McDaniels, or as I like to call him, Josh McDonald's, because that's where he's going to be working after the season. Chargers minus six <laughs> versus the Raiders. 
Chargers minus six versus the Raiders. Uh, that's what the line was yesterday when I looked. It might have changed today. Caleb, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but when I looked yesterday, it was six. Let me look right now. It's moved to five and a half. It moved to five and a half. So you got our boy Jimmy Garoppolo, Caleb, in protocol. We're staring down the barrel at Brian Hoyer under center <laughs> for Vegas. Nobody wants that. Brian Hoyer doesn't even want that. Justin Herbert, by the way, the only quarterback this season without a turnover, without a turnover. So if you if you are looking at Justin Herbert props for this game, uh, I would say whatever his yardage is, hammer the over on that because you ain't, you ain't got shit in that Vegas secondary. You got Marcus Peters. Um, got Marcus Peters, Vegas. great anticipator of the ball, though. Yeah, seven years ago. Seven years ago it was, all right? Two presidents ago, all right? Let's calm down here. But if you can get the Chargers minus six, you might, there might even be some alt lines here you want. Um, the only con... Don't act like game, you haven't looked at a higher spread. Sure I have. Sure I have. The only con to this game, Caleb, is honestly, by betting against McDaniels, you're betting on Brandon Staley. <laughs> That is the only that's the only drawback to this bet, but uh, <laughs> you know, Chargers minus five and a half right now. Herbert putting up the MVP numbers, but is in a system where the coaching simply won't allow the team to succeed. We'll see how long that lasts. It might not last the season. That's for another pod. But another drawback to it would be Mike Williams is out. Uh, don't know if Austin Echo is going to be back or not, but Herbert's going to ball no matter what. Raiders defense sucks besides Max Crosby. And you're possibly looking at a backup quarterback for the Raiders. And Devontae Adams doesn't even want to play there anymore. So a lot of locker room problems too with the Raiders, which is no surprise. But the spread, I think, is in the Chargers' favor. And I think they're going to get back to 500 with this with this week. Well, and uh, first off, love the play. Uh, if Brian Hoyer's at quarterback, you will not be seeing me bet this number uh, with the Raiders. Uh, I mean, that's what they want you to do. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you've ever seen Hoyer play quarterback, you're just not betting the five and a half. Uh, the Chargers, the, the Chargers, here's the other thing. If you're scared off by the spread, which I can understand it. I mean, six points is a lot. Chargers have the tendency, Zach, to make these games somewhat closer or potentially even lose them uh, when it doesn't feel like they should. If you believe that they just can win the game just straight up, win the first half and and, and even end as the winner, uh, it's minus 110 for them to do so, which is about the price you're going to pay on that spread. And you don't have to worry about a spread at that point. You just got to worry about them winning. Winning the half, winning the game. I mean, I, I understand you're betting against Brandon Staley here, Zach, but that might be a, um, I don't know, a safer bet than the six, because then you don't have to worry about Staley's coaching. All you got to worry about then is just a W. Yeah. Um, again, this is a shit bowl in terms of coaching. Um, spread might be a little too big. You know, you're looking almost a touchdown, but yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Zach, my play, um, a play that I really like a lot. Everybody's off this team right now. 
uh, especially the way that they played last week. Uh, but but this is like a, a home away from home right here. I'm going to take the Jaguars at minus three. I mean, look, this Atlanta team, you know, Desmond Ritter, I mean, he's not doing anything to show me he's a top or capable quarterback of winning on the road. Dude can win at home, but the dude absolutely sucks on the road. And, you know, I'm going to back. No, he sucks in general. He but sucks I'm gonna in back, general. But I'm, I'm, gonna done, back, I'm done with Ritter. But I'm going to back the Jaguars because, I mean, I think it does matter, that experience, the ability to know how to play there. And I, I look, and they got to win. I mean, they come up in a, a loss they probably didn't want to have against Houston. They're one and two. They're going to have to write the ship. Not crazy on, I don't think Atlanta's defense is bad, but I think you can absolutely could throw it on this team. I think Lawrence could look to throw it. If you see Ridley get an anytime score against his former team uh, in, in another right. country, I mean, that, that'd be an interesting little bet if you want to get on Ridley that. Ridley revenge game. Yeah, I mean, I I think this Jaguars team could be in for some revenge here. Uh, I'm going to trust uh, Doug Peterson uh, in this contest, and I'm going to trust in what I believe is a team, Zach, that we, we just have. I mean, for crying out loud, people are trying to write this team off. You realize how many people thought they sucked last year at this time, too? Right. And then they go off a second-half stretch. I mean, sorry that I think they got a top-10 quarterback. And if you have a top-10 quarterback sack in this league, I think you always have a chance every game or no matter where you are in the standings. You do always have a chance. And God knows I need him to turn around. I have him in a couple bets of mine, future-wise. But they're going to turn it around. Uh, Caleb, if I were you, I'd look at the ETN yardage as well. Uh, I know the Falcons have a good front, but he's he's been getting a lot of touches. ETN has been a lot like of touches. Yeah. I like I like I like the Ridley anytime touchdown, especially against the former team. You know, I love a good revenge game. I don't care what country it's in. I don't care what country it's in. So I like I like it. I like it. Um, Jaguars. I think this will be. Could be a testy game. Falcons hang in games. I, I still not confident in the coaching with Arthur Smith. But You're so low on him. It's unreal. I'm so low on Arthur Smith. I think he's a bottom six coach. But the record the record the record is very misleading. You know, if you're if you're trying to tell somebody Arthur Smith is a bad coach and then they say two and one on the record book, uh mm. you just have to you just have to try and explain it to him from a Kyle Pitts or Drake London standpoint, but yeah, I like the bet. I like the, I still like the Jags this year. I still do. I still think they're going to win the division. Uh, unless the Colts, you're unless sorry, my Colts. They won in the division. Yeah. You don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know that. That'd be, that'd be, you need Taylor. You need Taylor. Hey, I'll say this. No, we don't. No, we don't. We have Moss. No, we don't. We have Moss. No, Moss sucks. Get out of here with that. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yeah, good, good bet. Good bet right there. And Lawrence, Lawrence needs to have, he needs to start stepping up here. It's an interesting bet. Get up in the morning. Maybe you're a coffee guy. Uh, Maybe you're just a, you know, you like to get some breakfast and you want to check out what's going on in London. Shoot, bet that under too. I mean, the unders are cashing like the under my, I kind of think the under there would be an interesting play uh, in that contest as well. 44 and a half. Uh, Zach, what do you uh, what do you have for your second play? Give me the Dolphins plus three mm. against the Bills. This is going to be a hell of a game. 
always a good game between these teams. If you remember, uh, <clears throat> the Dolphins were the Bills' first loss last year, uh, last season. Sure. Uh, Josh Allen does have a nice record against Tua, but most of those wins came before Mike McDaniel was the coach. I think Mike McDaniel's a game changer in this rivalry. I'm going to take the Dolphins plus three. You can also get him at plus 122 for the money line if you'd rather do that. Um, just to win outright. I'll take the over on this game points wise. You're sitting at 53 and a half right now. Going to be a hell of a lot of points scored in this game. Give me the Dolphins plus three over the Bills. I mean, I like it. I'm not going to push back. I, I, look, I, I think when you when you see the Dolphins team, they're explosive right now. There's no denying their explosiveness. Um, you know, they're going to get the ball out the field. They might just be a glitch. I mean, I think this line to trap, honestly, on Miami, but they're so explosive that it's like, could they just go off and like Tua do it again? And, you know, maybe they just be, maybe they're the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, they're playing so well right now. It's hard to not bet them. I get it. I get it. I think I, I think they're the real deal. Um, you know, maybe they get Waddle back this week too. Um, Bills run defense not great. If you remember week one, Brees Hall was able to do basically whatever sure. he wanted in the few touches he got when the Jets decided to give Dalvin Cook a majority of the carries, but um. It's yeah, I, I think Mostert's gonna have a big game. I think A Chain's gonna have a good game. They like them both. Obviously, they're coming off the monumental win over the Broncos. That's a shit bowl, Caleb. We have this week, Bears Broncos. Uh, don't bet on that game if your life depended on it. But yes, yeah, you can bet on this game. Go, yeah, just take the under, take Justin Fields to throw a pick, do something. Dolphins yeah, do plus something. three versus Bills. Love it. Love it. Solid. Solid. I mean, should be a great game. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Zach, this is one you and I talked about early, you know, earlier in the week. Um, and let me tell you something right now. I only like it even more. Give me the Baltimore Ravens at that three and a half, two and a half range. I mean, look, this is a Browns team. I get it. Defensively, they've been playing great. You know, Shout out, shout out Michael Lombardi, our guy. I mean, they've been historically great. And he's he's mentioned that on just about every airwave in the planet. Uh, but when I look at this Baltimore Ravens team, I mean, I see a team that, you know, came off a disappointing loss uh, to, the, to the Indianapolis Colts at home, wanting to bounce back in this position. A guy in Lamar Jackson who's never lost as an underdog. I'm just taking my chances here, Zach, with this Ravens team. 6-0 against the spread. I mean, I just, I'm in on this team, man. I don't know how else to say it. I'm in on this team against this, in this matchup. I think we could see a nice game from Lamar. This team's starting to get healthy. You know, my brother can't control himself because he feels like his whole team was on the IR. Now he's back. Get over it. I mean, they're, I think the, I think the Ravens, I really like the Ravens in this position. I very much like the Ravens in this position coming back off the loss. Plus, I feel like I got the coaching advantage. Yeah, you definitely have the coaching advantage. Uh, I like the Ravens in this spot, too. They really 
should have beaten us this past week. Justin Tucker leaves the kick like two feet short of the goalpost. Otherwise, they win. But yeah, you're right. They got the coaching advantage. I'm still, I know Watson had a good game last week. I'm still not convinced he he's still, I need to see him do it multiple times for me. I'm, I'm just still not convinced he's back to being an upper echelon starter. But I don't blame you for taking this line. Uh, I'm kind of surprised they weren't favored, or at least it was a push. I know the Browns have the awesome defense, but Ravens do have some injuries up front. I hope those guys can come back um, this week. They're going to need them this week, that's for sure, against the Browns defense. But um, I, I'm throwing interceptions a lot out. I'm throwing that a lot uh, out a lot right now. But if you can get Watson interception, or how about Kyle Chandler sacks? Kyle Chandler sacks. But that, um, yeah, I mean, any of that. Kyle be. Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton. Sorry. Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Kyle Chandler is the fucking actor. Yeah, he's not getting too sacked. Kyle Hamilton. I mean, look, I think he. I, I mean, I don't. I don't hate Ham. I don't hate that pick. Hamilton was all over uh, the blitz uh, against the Colts. Uh, I mean, there's no reason he can't be in this game. And look, I mean, Watson, he did play better. Uh, and, and it should it should be interesting to kind of see what happens, what what they are trying to do offensively against the Ravens defense that I have a lot of confidence in uh, compared to, you know, the Titans or something along those lines. Uh, next up, um, speaking of the Titans, I'm going to back the Titans right here, two and a half at home. I oh. love Rabel in this spot. I love Rabel in this spot. I think it's I think it's a good spot for the home dog. I definitely think the Joe Burrow Achilles is real. I think it's real. I think it's a joke that they're playing him. Uh, I don't think it's right. Uh, I think the Titans defensive line is very much rejoicing to face the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. And I, I think when you look at a guy like Jeffrey Simmons, he's going to look forward to that moment. And I, I'll be honest. I mean, Derrick Henry's due, man. He's not been playing too hot yeah. lately. Uh, yeah. I think he's due. I think this could be the game that they do it. Come back at home, beat this Bengals team, and then we start seeing this panic of like, oh gosh, we're one in three. What do we got to do? Because Burrow's obviously not playing 100. percent Yada yada yada. I think that narrative Zach becomes more apparent after this game on the road. So I'm going to take the Titans at this position. I think I got the honestly. I think he's probably better than Taylor at this point. And when I look at you know the the, the way that they're going to play and how they're going to play, I think they're going to muck it up. And I just don't think Burrow. Even watching Monday night game, Zach, he just doesn't look the same. He looks like 40% of himself. And I just think at some point these teams are going to figure that out. Maybe a counter. You want to lay that number with this Bengals team? No, I said, can I give, I didn't say that. Yeah, I just said, can I give you a counter for not laying it? Yeah, go ahead. I'm with you on Mike Rabel. Rabel's better than Taylor. As much as I hate the Titans, I, you have to admit that. Grable, Grable's a great coach. But for the same reason you said the Titans D-line against the Bengals O-line, how about Trey Henderson and Sam Hubbard versus that Titans O-line? Not great. Not, Not great. great. And uh, Tanny Pack sucks. Ryan Tanny Pack. He's awful. He's awful. You want to talk about someone who's due. Him. Due to get a... Uh, Yep. Take it out of town. 
sucks. But I mean, he, he look, I mean, he played well. He played well one game earlier in the year, but like, if, what am I afraid of with the Cincinnati secondary? If I just got to add some protection. Well, this I could mean, be again, the Hopkins game. This could be the Hopkins yeah, game that we yeah, haven't had yet. Yeah. But that might be something you want to look at the, the new Hopkins over receiving yards, but. Titans team. I just don't think they're very good. And I'm with you on Joe Burrow for the Bengals. They, I, I would have put him on IR because if you look at their schedule, if they had put him on IR before the Rams game, you look at their next four games after that, which is how long he'd have to be on any reserve. Not great opponents. Some of those were winnable. You know, because you had the Rams, they had the Titans. I think he had Houston as well. And then you had a fourth team. I don't remember, but I would have done that. They're they're messing around. They're messing around with the. Yeah. We know what the calf leads to. We know what the calf leads to. I kind of understand playing him on Monday night because you're zero two. Can't really afford to go zero three, especially in the AFC North. But I I still have a bad feeling. I texted you and Bryce that yeah. on Monday. I have a bad yeah. feeling about it, but I don't know. Hope nothing. Hope nothing bad happens. But I'll push back. I'll push back on your. Your spread there. Fine. That's fine. I mean, look, it wouldn't shock me if the Bengals all of a sudden figured it out, but I just think this Achilles thing's real. And I just think it's real. And if I can just milk this clock, maybe you got a chance. Maybe you got a chance. Zach, what do you what do you got for your last pick? The last pick. Last uh, I guess last pick we're shot now before we move on to Cosmo. Sure. Uh this is a pure hate pick for me. Um, sure. and um, it's it's actually very news relevant recently. Um, it's an alt spread. You got it at plus two ninety odds. Sunday night football. Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth on the call. You get the Kansas City Swifties at minus. You're gonna hear this right. Minus nineteen and a half. Versus the Jets. The Jets can't score. They've signed Trevor Simeon to help them out. They they, they might as well sign a priest. You're disrespecting the no, defense. They need to sign a priest because they're going to need some thoughts and prayers after this game. 19 and a half against the Jets. 19 and a half. You heard that right. And I'm sticking by it. You get it almost three to one. The Jets can't score. The Jets can't score. The Chiefs hung 40 yeah. on the Bears last week. I know the Bears defense is not the Jets defense, but I mean, still, I'm asked, and this Chiefs defense is awesome. This this might be the best Chiefs defense Patrick Mahomes has ever had yeah, by right. a mile. Yeah, you're right. So all I'm asking, if they can score, what? If they, if they can score 27 points? That's Jets defense, Zach. You're asking a lot for this Jets defense. Am I? Yes. Am I? Yes. You're asking a lot against this Jets defense. It's the Chiefs offense. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? What are you watching with this Chiefs offense? It came alive last week. Against the JV defense. Sure, but it came alive. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Do you think they're just going to build off? They did whatever they wanted. I think they're going to build off momentum. They're going to build off all this publicity they're getting. They have millions of new fans now. 
Give me the Chiefs minus 19 and a half. If they score, if they score 28 points and hold the Jets to seven, they're in New York. You're golden. You're golden. You're yeah, golden. I'm- the booze are going to be raining down. Zach Wilson. Nobody wants to hear the Sala PR anymore for Zach Wilson. Might see Tim Boyle in the skin. Well, I mean, give me the Chiefs 19 and a half plus 290 odds. Over the Taylor. Chiefs. Taylor might play welcome to New York. And you know, for Travis on the way there. I mean, it's possible. I mean, you you can who 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 knows what who knows what that could lead to. I mean, the excitement is absolutely insane. Um it's it's absolutely insane. Uh, because it, it what what she what this situation has done, like you said, has opened up a fan base. It's opened up a ton of opened up a ton of stuff. Uh, because you know it's it's been waiting for you. Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. It's been waiting well, for you. I mean, that's since that's, you didn't. She said it. She just said it. It's not me. She said it. She said it. So I mean, if 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 she's really going to say welcome to New York, it's been waiting for you, Zach. Maybe the sign is let's take Travis Kelsey again with the touchdown. Oh yeah, you can definitely take that. But uh, since since you didn't push back too much, I'll throw well, I think one the out. number's too Go high. Ahead. I think the number's too high. I do think it is very high. And I said high. it was a hate pick. I said it was a hate pick for my yeah. hate of the Jets this season. But here's one for you: um, a backup pick, if you will. You got Miles Garrett and T.J. Watt at plus nine fifty to each record two sacks at least two sacks you got tj watt against the texans o-line beat up as we know and then you got miles garrett against the ravens o-line also beat to hell each of them to have two sacks you got two of probably two of the five best pass rushers in the league each get two sacks tj watt is on pace to shatter the single season sack record so i think he at least gets one I thought it was nice odds at almost 10 to one. Yeah, I agree. Very, very nice odds. Um, I'm liking our picks. Um, I say, yeah. I, I'm liking our picks. I like our picks a lot. Um, I think we're going to have a good week. Uh, I've got a good feeling we're going to have a good week and uh, we're just going to keep moving forward uh, from there. Uh, anyway, Zach, let's get into college football uh, because I want to talk to you about how absolutely wrong you are in the Colorado Buffaloes. Uh, who came into Oregon, who came in and just got absolutely smacked around by the Oregon Ducks. Power football. Shadur Sanders, absolutely not a Heisman candidate. Shadur Sanders, yeah. Shadur Sanders, just, you know, a, yeah, a very nice yeah. quarterback with hardly any offensive line, Zach. You mean a, Statue a like Sanders? Statue Sanders? the trenches. A guy like yourself who respects the trenches, ignores the trenches when talking about the Colorado Bumps team, completely ignoring them. And my guess is, Zach, you're ignoring them again against USC. I'm going to guess you're betting the number on the Buffs. I'm betting the number, but on the Trojans. <laughs> oh, am, is he done? Is he done? With the I, I, I'm done. I'm done with oh, the bus. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Prime time's over. Look, it was a nice, it was a nice little ride. But Shadur Sanders is now statue Sanders to me because he he couldn't move. And like you said about the trenches, he had to move for them to have any chance against the Ducks, and he he couldn't. He couldn't move. He couldn't do anything. I understand you're missing Travis Hunter, your best receiver, but 
still to lose by 36 against a team that you were ranked similarly to in the AP. I mean, good God almighty. And it made me look at Oregon title odds. Oregon CFP odds, Caleb. Plus 350. They're they're good. Plus they're good. I mean, I, mean, like, I know they, like, they got a tough schedule to finish yes. the year, but in the Pac-12. Yes. But the way they looked on on Saturday, I mean, holy shit, dude. They they look they, they look great. They look they look like they did in the Chip Kelly days, just running up and down the field, running people off the field. They were dominant. Yeah, it was awesome. Their, their defense dominated too. It was great. Um, but no, I'm going to take USC at, uh, minus 21 and a half on FanDuel. Oh, you're growing. Boulder. At Boulder. Um, I, 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 it's just, yeah, I don't know. Colorado might get it's back. Not, I think Colorado. Colorado will get back in the top twenty-five at some point, but they're they're not they don't deserve to be floated around in these Heisman conversations or these New Year's Six anymore. They don't they don't deserve that. I mean, it's it's a team. Certainly, Dion's going to get them in the right direction. I just feel like this year it's it's a lot to ask, and it's a lot of really really good teams. USC being one of those teams. Um, but anyway. Uh, Zach, I did want to get your thoughts, though, on uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State took place on Saturday. Uh, I, I know from our discussions, you have. Uh, you've got a lot to say on this game. You've got a lot to I say mean, on this game from a coaching listen, standpoint. I, I do. I mean, first off, if Brian Kelly's coaching the Irish and Marcus Freeman isn't, Notre Dame's not even in this game. I think that goes without saying. So Marcus Freeman. He coached an awesome game until the last couple of plays. I, I cannot defend the 10 men on the field. Can't defend that. I'm not going to defend it. I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Don't know. So I'm not going to sit here and act like I know what he's sure. thinking. But sure. I want to call out Bryce Shaddy because Bryce Shaddy, you and I, Caleb, know for a fact Bryce was shitting himself in that final drive for him to say he had any faith that McCord was going to lead the Buckeyes down the field to get a game-winning touchdown is bullshit. Nobody did. Nobody did. Ryan Day didn't even think McCord was going to lead him down. McCord played like absolute dog shit the whole game, and then the last drive, he pieced something together. But for Ohio State to... I still think Ohio State can make the CFP, but for them to be in the actual title game, they're going to need a hell of a lot more from McCord. They're going to need a hell of a lot more because, you know, I mean, they, they had one of the best quarterbacks in the nation the last two years. Really, the last two quarterbacks they've had, they had two of the best quarterbacks in the nation, got to the CFP, didn't work out. You know, they ended up getting bodied by whoever they played. Now, they don't have CJ Stroud. They don't have Justin Fields. They got McCord. They got McCord, all right? So I, I'm not t- like if if Ohio State matches up against Georgia again the CFP I'm taking Georgia and I'm probably going to take the spread because McCord like I said he was able to piece together a drive to win the game and, and good for him good for him but I'm not going to ignore him. the other 55 minutes when he played like shit all right I'm not going to ignore that but you know hats off to Notre Dame they only dropped two spots in the rankings as they should um, as they should have. That, that was handled well by the uh, uh that yeah. was handled well. 
it was handled really well. Um, I, I, their defense played great. Uh, I don't know. Devastating loss, obviously. Devastating loss, but horrible loss. Gut wrenching loss. But sure, sure. It's, yeah, it's a, it's it's it's, it, it's yeah. got to be. You know, once you have a couple of days to digest digest it, uh, Devin Voss. You know, you can't be feeling too bad. Can't be feeling too bad. No, because two three years ago, you're not even in this game. You're not even in this game. You're not. You're not. I mean, he. I think Freeman. You know, seems like he's the right guy there, and. I, I do share some concerns about McCord. I mean, Ohio State's got an elite offense. Uh, but, Zach, I'll be honest. I think where they've really – where the, it could even out for them is I think the defense as a unit uh, is much better than it was last year, and maybe that takes some pressure off of what McCord yeah. has to do. You know, and I'm But not, I, I'm I, I agree with you. I'm not, as crazy on, I'm not as crazy on McCord, and I'm not as high on McCord as – some of these other teams that we're seeing in the contention, right? I mean, if they're playing USC, I'm taking Caleb Williams. If they're if they're oh, playing yeah. Washington, I'm taking Penix, Oregon, Bo Nix, Texas, Quinn Ewers. By the way, Quinn Ewers transferred from Ohio State. Uh, I'm, like the list goes on here. Michigan of quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, I'm probably I probably would take McCarthy over over McCord at this point. Probably would. I mean, I I still think Ohio State is a CFP team. Yeah, that, but that's good. Know. Yeah, they are good. They're they're a top. They're going to be a top four team at the end of the season, I think. But you know, for them to actually win a game in the CFP, you're going to need a hell of a lot more from McCord. That's just not going to not going to do it. Man. Not going to do, do it. Not going to do it. Um, can I tell you one thing for certain? Going into this week, Zach, looking at a couple things, just looking at futures, potential national championship teams, watching games over the week. This might be a more of a reaction. I don't care. All right. I'm betting on this LSU team <laughs> to absolutely kick old Miss to the curb. Wow. Kick old Miss to the curb. Ole Miss, one of the wow. most overrated teams in football. That was a disgusting effort against Alabama. Disgusting. You're out on them after Alabama. Well, when, when's he won a big game? That's that's the question, Zach. When has when Lane Kiffin won a big game? No, he has Against that, Tom I, Allen in a bowl no, game? No, it's, probably, against yeah, Tom it's Allen. probably. Yeah, I mean, like. Kiffin is uh, a guy that I like, and I do think he is a good coach, but he hasn't won that big game. This is another example of it. And look, I mean, you know, you don't like Brian Kelly, Zach. I know you don't, but this is a good LSU team. They're talented as all get out. I want to bet on them, but I just can't out of principle. Dude, you got to bet on them against Ole Miss. What is Jackson Dart doing at quarterback? What he was putting up against this Alabama defense was ridiculous. It was atrocious. This Alabama it's an enticing team is line. Two and a half. It's an enticing line. I'm taking. LSU. I'm taking the Tigers. I'm taking the Tigers. This was one and a half. This got this one and a half originally. This has gotten bet up since. Money's coming in on this Tigers team, Zach. The Tigers are just simply better than Ole Miss. Ole Miss top twenty five. Top 25 because they're in the SEC, in my opinion. This is not a top 25 team. If you watched them play last week, this was nothing close to it. This defense couldn't stop a freaking nosebleed against no, Milrow. And it's very obvious by the way that I'm talking, Zach, you could probably guess what side I was on last week between Alabama and Ole Miss. I know what side you're on. All right. I know what side you're on. And that just not even from a betting standpoint, from a fan standpoint, all the fucking stars were aligned. All the planets were aligned for Lane Kiffin. To finally stick it to Nick Saban, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't 
do it. No. He, he is all, all the money was on him. Even when this Alabama team is not that good, they're not a playoff team, not even close. They don't I even don't know who their know. quarterback is. Probably the worst team Nick Saban has had at Alabama since his first couple of years there. And you couldn't get the job done. I think they were at home, right? It was in yeah. Ole Miss. Yeah, you couldn't get it done. So I like oh, no. to bet. Bama, sorry, Bama. I was at Bama. Okay. My mistake. Like you, you like you like you like LSU. I like LSU too, but just out of principle, I can't I can't bet. I can't bet on Brian Kelly just out of principle. But what I will a- say I will say it would just go against everything I stand. But I will say well, for a- LSU, since getting shellacked by Florida State, they have improved mightily. I think they could sneak into the CFP. Yeah, they definitely um, could. End of the year. Uh, what are those odds at? Well, Zach, here's here's what I think would be interesting. If you're a believer in this LSU team, I mean, the value's not great, but like mm. I think they could win that division in the SEC West. It's plus 140 for them to do it. But you look oh. at the division, Texas A&M just lost their starting quarterback. Arkansas, the king of six, the, the king of six and six. Auburn, what are you going to do? Mississippi State, I'm not buying anything. This division's completely open. It's the only team I feel like that has any stable structure. If you don't really like them, like in in that setting, and if you like them to win the conference, they're four, they're four fifty. They're four fifty. I mean, like they're third in the conference projected in the conference. That's if you good push odds. them to the playoffs. If you push it to the playoffs, Zach, they're 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 nine to one. They're nine yeah, to one. That's that's good odds. Those, that's I think it is too. I th- I think it is too. I mean, if you if you if you think they're because I do think they're real. I think Daniels is a really nice quarterback. Neighbors, I think, is a legit first round talent and wide receiver. Uh, I think they've got a great defensive line. Uh, I'm in on this LSU team. I like them a lot. I really like them to win this division, and I think. You know, at that point, you're kind of thinking that they would have to be Bama. And right now, I do think they look better than this Alabama. I mean, maybe oh, they yeah, figured they out do. something last week. Maybe they figured out something last week, Zach. But I- I'm taking LSU right now over Alabama as things currently stand. Yeah, they're definitely better than Alabama. I think they'll be Alabama again this year. Um, but all those odds you mentioned. I'll take LSU. Fair enough. I'll take LSU. Fair enough. But... And- now look, I mean the uh, other those odds you mentioned are very enticing for for LSU. Yeah, if you're in the future market, I mean it's a, it's an interesting play. It's Let's take a look at those. Play. Yeah. Um, the other thing, Zach, I was looking for in this week, there isn't as you know, obviously last week there's so many top twenty five matchups, and this week there aren't as many. I mean, certainly Colorado USC in terms of the hype and probably the viewership is going to get uh, those ratings. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to give you another game. We talked about him earlier. I don't care if I'm laying into this trap. I don't really care. I'm going to take Notre Dame over Duke, and I'm going to take him to kill him. I think I think this is a I think this is an overrated Duke team. They're going to be polls. pissed off. You can't sit here and tell me, look, here, here's the part that made no sense to me the whole time, Zach. We're going to rank Duke a top 25 team because they beat Clemson. You're going to knock Clemson out of the top 25. Entirely. But Clemson sucks. Clemson, right. If you're if people are this low on Clemson, then why is Duke in a top 25? 
What wins? What wins do they have that are impressing you? What what wins are stacking if you're that low on Clemson? You Lafayette, a Northwestern without <laughs> Pat Fitzgerald, UConn at UConn. I, I got Notre Dame beating the brakes off this team here. I think this is a statement game for Notre Dame. I'm taking a five and a half. I don't care. It's a trap. I don't care. I think Notre Dame is a better football team than Duke. I don't think Duke should be anywhere near the top 25. Uh, I, I think, think it's think egregious so of the polls. I think it's egregious of the polls. Uh, I think it's a joke. Maybe, maybe like some if Devin ACC or, bias. Well, maybe Devin or Ryan would have something to say. Um, you know, uh, Caleb, P- like, I mean, they're, they're, they're the, they're the group of five PR firms. So maybe they got something to say on Duke not being in the top 25, but look, I, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take Notre Dame over Duke. God well, for, for Duke, I mean, I don't think they're top 25 either. I've only seen one game and I wasn't impressed. No, why would you be? I mean, here's another bet I had for a team that I like more than Duke. And maybe I'm maybe I'm still overreacting to the Tennessee game. I don't care about it. Florida plus one and a half versus Kentucky. Give me Florida. That's Give me an Florida. interesting game. Yeah, that's an. I like Give me that Florida. Game. It's a good game. And I like Florida more than Duke. And Florida's down in the twenty-two. And What's, Tennessee ranked ahead of Florida, who Florida beat, which doesn't make any sense to me. But I'm a CFB casual, so maybe it makes sense to other people. But that doesn't make sense to me. Florida, Florida ran Tennessee off the field. Why is Tennessee ranked ahead of Florida? I don't know. I think, I think a couple things. I mean, that win was huge at home for them for sure. They weren't projected to be a ton this signature season. signature win for Napier. It, yeah, I mean, he needed that bad. And you know, look with this Kentucky team, Zach. They're putting up points like nobody's business. They are. Um, they go in. Who they they, they got. They got forty five. I mean, ain't true. I mean, they have three games where they've been scoring thirty plus. Uh, their best win, honest to God, probably at Vandy. Their non-conference has been pathetic. I mean, when I look at, yeah. I mean, that might be an no, advantage not pathetic, to Caleb. Not pathetic. You're looking at Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, and Akron. It's pathetic. I'm, I, I, t- I told you, it's, I told you, it's pathetic. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I mean, look, when I, when I see Florida, I mean, yeah, you got it. If they face some teams early on, maybe that helps them in a road game. But at the same time, like this might be a kitchen sink opportunity, Zach, for this this Kentucky team. Get him at home. Need that statement win. Get yourself in the top twenty five. But I don't hate the play because because you you've liked this Florida team. You really liked this Florida team uh, after their game against Tennessee. I mean, you really did. I you loved you thought they were awesome in that game, and I agree. I've liked them basically. I mean, obviously the Utah game, a blemish on the record for Florida, but. Other than that, I mean, I've been impressed with them. Uh, I was glad to see him make the or crack the top twenty-five. Maybe it's SEC bias, maybe not. I don't care. But they beat Tennessee. And Tennessee was a CFP hopeful beginning of the year. Now they're definitely not going to make it. Uh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think this team stands a chance. Hell no, hell no. But Caleb, you're looking at the top four right now in the AP. You got Georgia, Michigan, your Texas Longhorns. And Bryce's Ohio State Buckeyes. What are the odds that that is the four in some order to make the CFP? Because, you know, we talked about LSU, we talked about Notre Dame knocking on the door, SC, Oregon. Um, I like Florida State. You like Washington. I do. Uh, what are the odds that's, that four stays? I, 
Okay. I haven't, I haven't said this. I've, I've said this to people, but I have not said this on a podcast setting. Let it rip. Are we sure about Michigan? What's Are we really sure? Up? What's yeah. Your hang up? I, I think they played a really weak schedule. Um, I think they've not really done what like you would hope they would be doing. I mean, against Rutgers, felt like they're getting out of the gate slow. I mean, I get it that they're playing and you look at the final scores and it's like 30 to 3, 35 to 3, 31 to 6, 31 to 7. You're trusting in the defense. I mean, that is unquestionably, in my opinion, what you're trusting on. Um I'm just not as convinced on, I'm definitely not convinced on their weapons. I'm absolutely not convinced on their weapons out of win. I'm not, conv- I mean, I think Quorum's legit, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in love with McCarthy as everybody else. I'm not, I never have been. I I'm just not either. I'm not fully throwing him in high conversations. Him. Now, granted, I do think he was better. I, I like him. Like I said earlier, I would probably lean over him on McCord, but I'm not locking in this team at all. I am not locking in this team at all. You want to, you want me to tell you why you want me to tell you why? Cause I think there's a good chance they could lose two games. Well, Penn State. Before, last very much so. Yeah. That Penn State game, I will probably bet Penn State. It's at Penn State. It's at Penn it's State. It's at Penn State. 11 o'clock kickoff. Those fans are going to be riled. Probably the biggest game they've had in at least three or four years because that that program has not been very good or consistent since the whole paternal stuff. Sure. This is the biggest game right here. Number four, number four, right here. Penn State. Penn State could be knocking on the door. Knocking on the door of a playoff. I mean, I, I'm not crazy on this Michigan team. I, I'm just not. And I'm not really crazy about Georgia. I don't think you can lock in Georgia. They played a god-awful uh, preseason schedule. They, they, they played nobody in non-conference. And, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they slip up, Zach. It just wouldn't. I Genuinely, Zach, if you ask me what the safest pick is to make college football playoff, I would say to Texas Longer. Texas definitely looking good. Uh, Sarkeesian's, doing, Sarkeesian's doing what Kiffin should have done. How about that? That's that's my take for it. He's doing what Kiffin should have done. He's Sharkeesian took care of business against Nick Saban. Kiffin didn't. But if you're looking at Michigan, I mean, those are their only two games, Caleb, for the rest of the season. Penn State and Ohio State. And they got Ohio State at home, which is nice for them. But anything can happen in that game, as we know. Penn State. And uh, I mean, let me just read their schedule. What about that Maryland shot. game? What about that Maryland game? That's a trap game. What about that Maryland game? Face some tag of my own. Uh, no. The no. trap game going into hosting Ohio State. Zach, no. it's real in college football. These traps are real. I'll take me. No, no, look, you got Nebraska this weekend. Then you got Minnesota sucks. IU sucks. Michigan State turmoil. Purdue sucks. Then you got Penn State. Which you know you mentioned that's an interesting lay. I'm, I would probably bet Penn State, Maryland. You say it's a trap game. I'm not so much. Uh, I don't know. And then Ohio State, which you know that would just be a stay away from me betting wise because those rivalry games anything happen. But then you look at Georgia schedule wise. Georgia's schedule tough near the end of the year. Very tough near the end of the year. Um, they're gonna shellac. They got. Uh, they're gonna shellac Auburn. I think they're gonna shellac Kentucky. They're gonna shellac Vanderbilt. Then they got Florida, Missouri, 
Lane Kiffin's Ole yeah. Miss, Tennessee, and then the rivalry game, Georgia Tech. So their schedule is a lot tougher than Michigan's. It's still not that bad, but it's tougher than Michigan's. What's going to be interesting is I think the Pac-12 might beat each other up. Which, if that's the case, right? But it's going to kill them, Zach. When you're looking at four teams, if 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 like it wouldn't shock me at all if Washington, USC, Oregon, and Utah all finish the season with one, maybe two losses. Yeah, that's and I can't wait for the twelve team expansion next year because yeah. You know, USC has this hellish schedule to end the year. USC Washington, early November, Caleb. That is good. How about this? Listen to this. Back to back weeks. You get USC Washington and then USC Oregon. Back to back. You're talking about a big time schedule. It's they a hellish it. schedule. It's USC a hellish schedule. It. Yeah. And then they got Notre Dame and Utah in back to back weeks too coming up soon. But. Man. We are going to quickly schedule. find out what they're made of. Quickly. Quick, quickly. Yeah, we are going to quickly find out what they're made of. And I think the coaching is going to come into play. We're going to see how good uh, Lincoln Riley is. We're going to see how good Lincoln Riley is. But um, that's why I'm looking forward to the 12-team expansion next year for the playoff. Because like, if USC lined up against Michigan right now, USC would win, I think. And, I agree with that. I agree. But USC has higher odds to have more losses than Michigan and then Michigan gets in the playoff. So if you want to poke, I mean, we can poke holes in the CFP all day, but that's, I don't know, something to look forward to next year. Can I tell you a stat by USC that I don't think most people would guess? Sure. Do you know they are number one in pressuring the quarterback without blitzing? Wow. You don't usually associate Riley with defense, but wow. sure they don't Who's have the it? DC. Who's the DC at USC? Uh, um, um, Helf, um, Helfrick, I think. Oh yeah, I, that's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, they, they, look. I'm not saying uh, it's going to be interesting. The questions and concerns about USC, I feel like. I mean, dude, they're going to get answered because that schedule, man. Notre oh, Dame, gonna... Utah, Washington, Oregon. I mean, that's yes. as tough as it gets. As tough as it gets. We'll see how real Caleb Williams is. NFL people will see how real he is. Um, we'll see if that offensive line can stay up, if Lloyd can continue his groundwork. And their receivers are just so talented. Like, it's insane. Like, it's like pick your poison. So, we'll see what what happens. And um, well, I'm looking forward USC to that. USC-Washington game. You could put some player props in that game. No sure. kidding. That'd on, be a Penix fun and, on Penix and Caleb, that'll be... That'd be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be that'd awesome. Be but maybe not as fun as, say, a Suzuki's error. And uh, the, the MLB postseason, um, I mean, what, Zach? We are Why do you have short. to bring them up? We, what, I mean, I had to. We're short in time. We're, we got about five games, about five games left till we see the playoffs, which officially start. On Tuesday, on next Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, wow. October third is when the uh, wild card wild. series starts. So, I mean, Zach, we'll, we'll I mean, I'm just thinking talk about the regular it. season, but I, I, I know you and I are probably going to want to do a postseason preview pod once the brackets come out. Uh, but what have you been seeing of the last stretch here? Because it looks like, let's just give the viewers a couple things. Um, Orioles about two and a half up on the break. The Rays kind of taking control. 
Twins have put themselves probably looking into uh, that third slot uh, because I, I can't imagine uh, them jumping over the, the AL West winner. Um, and speaking of that division, an absolute gauntlet. And that's because Texas went out swinging, sweeping Seattle last week, putting themselves in position to, to, to basically go from a team that wasn't going to be in the conversation maybe for that three spot. And then their pitching got hot. Their offenses continued to stay hot. I'm happy for that franchise. Uh, and then you look at, you know, the Atlanta Braves, you know, the only 100 win team so far right now at 101. Phillies get the first wild card spot. Uh, then you got the Brewers uh, who clinched uh, last night, recording this on a Wednesday, clinched Dodgers at 97 wins. And then the wild card right now, we've got the three teams looking in on the Tampa Bay Rays who have already clinched because they're, you know, they're, they're kind of on the next planet. They're at 96 games. Toronto has about a one and a half game lead on the second spot. And then it's basically coming down to Houston and Seattle who are playing right now in divisional rubber matches. Um, Zach, what do you think about this postseason? Let's start with the American League. What do you think about the end of the season? What are you seeing? Do you think Houston might not make it? Do you think Houston won't make the playoffs? I think Houston's going to make it. And I actually think you should jump on their odds right now because they're five to one to win the league. And they're 10 to one to win the whole thing. Uh, if you're just talking, I don't think they're going to, you know, they're not as good or deep as last year, but, um, if you look at it from an odd standpoint, which is all we do on this pod, it's nice. It very, very much nice. is. Very much is. It's very nice. And I'm sure the Mariners' odds are probably a little higher than that. Um, you know, I, I didn't look at the Mariners' odds, but I bet they're in the eight to one, ten to one range. They are. In the yeah. 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 So you might want to lay that too. Obviously, a little risky today as sure. we're recording this because they might not make it, but American League is going to be the funnest out of the two leagues to watch because I'm feeling anything can happen in there. You got the Astros with the experience. You got the Rays with the experience. Yeah. Uh, and a little mix of youth. Obviously, the pitching could, could use some work, but and then you got the Blue Jays with the youth, and then you have the Orioles who, correct me if I'm wrong, Caleb, kind of came out of nowhere this year. Orioles? In terms of being this good, this quickly. Yeah. This good, this quickly. Yeah, they they really came out wins. of the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So that's the league I'm going to be looking at from a betting perspective, just because I feel like it's more of a crapshoot than the NL. But that's, that's what I'm looking at American League. I'm looking at Seattle, I'm looking at Houston. Um, and uh, I would sprinkle a little some on Toronto. Toronto to win the league. Um, Tampa. I like, I like Toronto very, very much. I, I like, like Toronto. I, I like lot. Toronto too. They have a lot of bats. Tampa's pitching, like I said, is suspect. I might sprinkle some on them as well to to win the AL. It currently, if the postseason bracket were to you know to be finalized, we didn't have any more games. We knew nothing. the The matchups would print with the matchups would be. Toronto, Toronto against Tampa, Tampa, like you said, and Tell I agreed. And I, it wouldn't shock me if Toronto 
the, the key, the kind of the problem with them, I should say problem, but they're a very good, they, they just haven't been able to put consecutive, a really great stretch together. Haven't had a really good win streak all year, but like the talent of this team is absolutely there. The pitching of this team is probably the best it's been um, in a long time. And they're, I think that city's hungry for playoffs and they're hungry for wins. And I would, that's a, a interesting team to back for sure. I've got them in the world series at 25 to one. I, wow. I think they're, I think they're really, 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 really good. I got them like kind of like right when it looked like things weren't going good and they had all those injuries. That's when I started to pounce. Cause I just felt like there were a couple teams in that race uh, the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox uh, who are just simply not good baseball teams and franchises. We're simply not good baseball teams and franchises. And, uh, and that's, and that's been shown uh, in the off season already. Um, look, I, I think I, I'm going to make a take and I'm just going to say it right now. Um, right. Houston's done. <laughs> the done. Put away the trash cans, put away the bats <laughs> with the cans, stop swinging at stuff like some freaking pinata. Beltron. You slacked off. You slacked off. This team slacked off. Zach, Seattle has owned. Seattle has owned this Houston Astro team. Owned all year. All year. They've been beating this team. I don't see any reason they can't do it again. If they win this game, Zach, the road path, the path for them to win and get out is insane. They're going to have to basically sweep an Arizona Diamondback team that, frankly, I think is playing really, really well. And we'll talk about them in a little bit. And I'm not convinced that they're going to do that. And I think, back, this, you know, this game tonight might make the series, genuinely might make the series. It might be what leads to Houston not making the playoffs. And we'll see some different teams in there. And I think it's good for the league. I think it's good for the league. Definitely good for the league. It's good for the league not to have the Yankees and or the Red Sox. I'm just gonna say it. Um, it's it's excellent, especially when you have teams, you know, like the Rangers, like the Blue Jays, like the Orioles. Haven't been there in a while. You know, the Rangers. It's been like, man, how long since the Josh Hamilton teams? Like ten or twelve years. Orioles. You know, really haven't been that great since like Machado, Adam Jones, the, right. you know, that, that time. That time. So I like it. I like it, man. And, you know, if you want to bet against the Astros, be my guest. I don't like betting on them, uh, for the trash cans that you mentioned, but if you, yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that. And I, I shouldn't, I just shouldn't be surprised you bet against teams. Hold up. I'm not saying they're not talented. I no, mean, I'm yeah. just saying from a if hatred, you, from a hatred, from a hatred. No, I don't hate. I don't hate. The, I mean, I don't. I mean, there's a lot of players I like. This team's really talented. I'm not saying I don't like them, but I just think they've slacked off this year, Zach. They've really slacked off. They've slacked off. They haven't taken the regular season seriously. They've slacked off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I think that matters. I understand it's it a does, long season. It does matter. It, but does, it does matter. matter. You didn't show any urgency in the second half. You picked up Justin Verlander, and there's just no urgency. There's no urgency. Next up, National League. 
Uh, we got the Braves and the Dodgers pretty much owning it. One, two right now. Uh, Philly, four. Brewers, three. Cubs currently sitting sixth. Uh, Zach, thank the Mets. Thank the Mets. Um, Marlins didn't show up in the first game at all against against the uh, the Mets. So you've got a game on these guys. Um, we talked. Giants, I had a bet on them to not make the playoffs. Giants suck, they're done. Padres, they're done. I don't care. I don't care that they're mathematically possible. They're done. They've been done. Yeah, they're done. Pack they're your done. bags, done. Uh Cincinnati, Cincinnati, one and a half back. I mean, they're relatively competitive. I won't I won't put it past them. So one and a half, it's not that's not pushing it. Miami, I think, is the threat here, though, Zach for your cubbies. Uh, what do you think? Because you got Atlanta right now. Who are sizzling? I mean, I, I, probably I the best know. team in the league. Worst and then you've got the us. Brewers. I mean, it's it's um, and you got Tyone on the bump tonight. And I'm just going to break it down for you uh, in a couple words. He sucks. I know. I know. I know he sucks. I know he sucks. He needs to come back to. He needs to come back to Indy, uh, kill and play play a couple games for the Indians. Yeah. yeah, he needs to come back here to AAA yeah. to our hometown. Yeah. But look. Horrible matchup for us, especially at this time. And I'll tell I'll give you a little spoiler alert, Caleb. The Brewers own us late in the season. I mean, you can look back at the past five yeah. or six seasons. Yeah. They own us late in the season. Yeah. Um, I think it was 2018. One of the most crushing losses for me as a Cubs fan. That's saying a lot. Um, they, yeah, they, uh, Cubs had a chance at a top, had at the one or two seed. I think we we're definitely going to skip. And we were definitely going to skip out on the wild card and just totally shot the bed against the Brewers late in the late season series. Uh, and then we ended up playing the Rockies in the wild card round and got bounced back in the wild card one game. Uh, got bounced at home at Wrigley by uh, Bud Black and company. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like thinking about that. But um, yeah, Bud Black, fuck Bud Black. That's my take. That's my take on the, that Rockies team. Charlie Blackman, sorry ass. Trevor Story. Fuck him. Chris Bryant's there now. Great. Okay. Congrats. I'm I'm glad he got a nice welcome back. I'm glad he got a nice yeah, I always back. liked Don't. him as a cub. I really did. I just couldn't really be like too public with it, but you know, I always did. It was nice. It yeah, it was nice. Uh I still don't know why we let him go. Uh, I'll, I'll never. I'll go to my grave wondering why, but it is what it is. I'm not. I'm not here to wallow in self pity. But no, Caleb, I wouldn't bet on the Cubs. I wouldn't bet on the Cubs because we can't beat the Braves wow. and the Brewers own us. The Brewers own us. So I have no faith in us, especially when Suzuki's going to do the shit he did last night. So that's my take on the Cubs. I'm not very. You know, you had to do this. You had to do this to me because my, my Colts are riding high. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. My my Colts are riding high. The Pacers are going to hit the over on the wins this year. And then you had to bring up the Cubs. You had to bring up the Cubs. I got to bring up, up, up a little bit. Go ahead, and bring them up. Go ahead and bring them up. I, I couldn't fire David Ross fast enough, dude. I, couldn't I know fire you're low fast on Ross. I know. I, know. I hate him. I know. I, hate I, know. Him. I know. I know. I know. I know. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to. I'll say this. I think the Cubs will find their way in. I think they'll find their way in. 
I I agree with Milwaukee and their pitching, but I do think having the experience with it matters. And I think the Cubs could find some life. Um, a team I'm starting to get intrigued with. I don't know. Call me stupid. Call me crazy. I like the scrappiness of this D-backs team. And if you I got Gallon too. on the bump, I think you can win any game against any team in any league. I like and Arizona. I definitely think there's some value there. I think people really like the Phillies, oh, yeah. rightfully so. They're super talented. They're really good. Shoot, I got them at 30-1 to 1 earlier in the year to win the title. I get it. But Arizona can beat the Phillies. Yes, they can. And that's what I was going to say. Like, they're playing scrappy enough right now, and they're hungry enough where they're going to be a young team that's playing with nothing to lose. And those are the type of teams in the postseason that always bite you in the butt. Right? Like, that's what the Padres suddenly forgot about their team. Instead of paying millions and millions of dollars, what made them good was there's this young, exciting, confident bunch. Then all of a sudden, they get a bunch of players that are superstars, all-star level guys who just feel like they can cruise because they're all together. And then now they're looking outside of the playoffs. So I like this D-backs team. I think they could pitch the crap out the ball. And I think some of their young guys can make names. I am very excited to see where they land, if they land in the playoffs or not. Um, because I feel like they'd be interesting. I think really any of these wild card teams could make a push against any of these, you know, against the Brewers or the Phillies. I don't think it's easy for them. So we'll see. We'll see. It should be a, an interesting stretch of baseball to look for, Zach. I can't wait to watch it next week. Oh yeah, uh, we're uh, we'll probably break down the bracket a little bit, talk a little bit about what we saw, um, and then you know we got some up and coming. Uh, over under pods with the NBA as the NBA oh, yeah. is starting to kind of get going. See uh, Bucks Bucks championship pods. Yeah, See probably today? probably those change. Probably those change. So, oh yeah, they change. Uh, They're my favorite. Once again, thank you for listening to the uh, back shoulder face.